Hey, Jen, and welcome back to Transforms. Hey there, Jill. We spoke over each other then. We've got to get better at this podcasting stuff. Hey there, Jill. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad, all things considered. Very good. And, um, yeah, it's been an interesting week. Week. I mean, it's been weather to um, conjure with, and it's been – we've had um, boils, floods, locusts, uh, heat waves – Everything, Floods, droughts, everything in one week. It's been, it's been an average February in the northeast of England. Fantastic, <laughs> lovely, lovely. And I suppose, I'm sure none of you are wearing coats up there. You never do, do you? Well, you said I'll be. I've moved back up here, and I really feel it. But anyway, I'll tell you okay. actually. Strangely enough, and I was reading about this actually, the effect of um, hormones on your body. Is actually oh. apparently there is something about um, cis women Definitely. having different um, heat internal heating systems because of the way the body works that they actually their extremities are colder and um, definitely I've definitely noticed this since I've been on the uh, the old E that um, I just genuinely feel generally feel colder it might just be psychosomatic I know but um, no no it's definitely true I I noticeably um, so I've been on. I've been on the old E for quite a while now, I think. Ecstasy or decade or more, yeah. And definitely I feel my hands and feet get colder far yeah. more quickly than they did previously. And I think yeah. I read something about this. It's to do the hormones. It's to do with yeah. um women's biology and um blood um being more made readily to internal organs, I think. Something about that erect. I don't know if this is true or not. But it's no coincidence you felt that, and I've both yeah. I've had exactly the same experience that I get colder feet and hands in, in cold weather than I used to before I was on hormones. It Definitely. must be an interesting advantage being a trans man to suddenly discover that you're warm all the time. I don't know if it works <laughs> the other way down. I don't know if you suddenly, I don't know if you suddenly get hot hands, but I mean, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that has a whole different connotation, doesn't it? I think we should probably have to, let that one later. Now, listen, I shall have to ask some colleagues. I had a I had an email from someone. Okay. Um, let me dig it out somewhere. Jessica from right. Louisiana. Louisiana. It's always lovely when someone from us, the states writes in, and because oh, um, wow. it's so. I know that we have our single listener in Taiwan somewhere who uh, we must give a shout out to. So hi, nice to see the person from Taiwan. Just giving you a wave now. But anyway, Jessica's written in and said, "How do I handle family events? I'm worried about going to family events and." making a scene or a scene being made around me. And I thought this was an interesting topic to have a chat about because actually I have experienced a funeral quite recently and um, not everyone in my family knows my current situation. And of course, the okay. person who was the, um, the the daughter of the person that had died asked me not to come transfer as, and as asked yourself. me to come yeah. as well as I used to be. So, so it was an interesting dilemma, and I just wondered if you'd come across anything like this as well. well I'll tell you what I did you... later on, but um, but oh, I was yeah, interested in your thoughts. That. That's a, I guess that's a difficult. It sounds like it's a difficult conversation she had, hmm. and it, yeah, it's it's an interesting one. I, I you know, I, I I don't think I faced that quite quite that dilemma that I wasn't out when I had I had, I mean, I had two weddings not not that long after I transitioned to go to and it's like everything else it's a family occasion and you know um and nobody had had said anything like that but uh i did noticeably and i and i always wonder if it's my own insecurities feel that 
I was quite, you know, actually, you know, particularly one wedding was my best, what well, somebody that had been my best friend who I was supposed to be the bride's, uh, bridesmaid if Chef got married. We were really, really close. And then we slightly mm. drifted apart. So I can understand that. When it came to the wedding, I was—I felt like and maybe this is my own sensitivities and, uh, uh, you know, my problem, but I sort of felt like I'd been put towards the back out of the way. And there is that thought in my head that, um, you know, do they want a six-foot-two trans woman in their photos, right, and things like that. And nobody said anything to me, but that I got the cues I picked up was, yeah, go along, Jen, but, you know, you're not going to be at the forefront of this. Now, you know, maybe that's my own neurosis, I think, and, and insecurities. Maybe. I'd no right mm. to to expect to be more sort of prominent in, in, the, in two of these weddings I went to, but nobody said anything to me, but there is that thing of people just consciously thinking, yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I had best friend's wedding and a family wedding where – you know, I felt I was sort of slightly just out of the way, really. And uh, mm. nobody said anything to me. No, Nobody had that conversation because I think I was, it would have been very difficult because I was already, um, I was already um, full-time transitioned, you know. Yeah. But I, I certainly had, um, I remember my mum telling me once that she'd rather I sort of dress down a bit when I went round home at, yeah. at first. And I sort of did that. But I was still dressed in women's clothes because I'd got no men's clothes left. I wasn't going yeah. to to change at that time. But it is awkward. It is difficult. And and I suppose coming out to people who don't know at a, a funeral is would be a difficult thing to do, wouldn't it? But also, I think I think one of the things that went through my mind, and uh, Jessica doesn't say how old they are, but one of the things no. that goes through my mind is I think it's different. I actually think it's different depending on which age group you're in. So, for yes, example, maybe. I think if you're younger and you've got parental support, for example, it's it's easy to be out and be out all the time and be brazen. Yeah. I don't mean brazenly out in the sense of being in people's faces and such like, but I think it's one of those situations where it is easier because you've got a support network around you, assuming that you do have. I think yes. when you get to your middle ages, I think you often have a, another support around. It's it's easy to come out and you're coming out to adults and such like. Whereas when you're coming out and you're a youngster, you're coming out as a child so people can look at that differently. But often when you're a bit older and you're coming out, it's trickier because actually you don't necessarily come out in a big bang, nor do you have support. And you're often wrestling with the issues that are running around it. And so, and, and I suppose some of this is about, you know, um, for me, if you go into a wedding or something along those lines, I would be unashamedly just do it. But I think a funeral's differently because a funeral yeah. is is very clearly about somebody else. And you've got two choices, haven't you? Well, you've got three choices. You can say, no, I'm going to come. I am who I am. I am who I am, etc. Or you can say, um, mm, I'll not go. But then again, you know, what's happening yeah. then is you're, is you're losing your own opportunity to grieve, but you're also, it's slightly disrespectful because actually you want to be there to support that person, even if they don't want you to be there in that guise. And the third thing is you can just say, do you know what, on this occasion, if that's if that is so important to you, then perhaps I can put my own um, identity away for half a day and just 
make it about you and nothing to do with me. And actually then there's nothing else to support, nothing else to get in the way. Because actually there's nothing worse than, you know, maybe lining up in a crematorium should where it was. Um, family on one side and everyone's pointing at somebody on the other side going, mm -hmm. oh, I didn't know. Who, when did this happen? I don't know when it happened. And of course, yes. as, as is often the case, possibly it wouldn't have done that anyway because no one's that interested. But, but I think because they had asked, I think in my own case, I decided in the end to actually, um, you know, revert to my boy mode, which was quite, quite, quite odd, I can tell you. And, it does um, get yes, it does get to that stage where it just feels odd, doesn't it? I remember, yeah. I remember that. Um, it just feels strange to to have to do that, but I can understand that. And um, you know, I've got that, that two things going on in that situation in my brain. Is part of me says, well, I've every right to be who I am. But then on the other hand, I hate the fact that I hate imposing on people. I hate the fact that I would draw attention in it, you know, and that bit I wouldn't like, you know, I could absolutely make the same judgments as you, as you did, Jill, because, you know, certainly the state where you are, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be seen as, uh, as drawing attention from something that was so very sad and somber in any way. Yeah. Um, and also the fact that asked in the first place, because I think it was quite, I mean, um, I would chat to someone else about it and they said, oh, how disrespectful, how terrible, how rude, how this, how that. Yeah. I was thinking, actually, that's quite respectful in a way, because actually they could have allowed me to come and they would have been sitting there full of seething and resentment and their focus would have been distracted. So I'd rather they had that adult conversation said, look, and it was a very beautifully handled conversation. And uh, there wasn't any nastiness. It was just, you know, we'd we'd appreciate it because not everybody knows, and you know, we'd 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 just rather and not have to think about it. And we appreciate what you know, blah 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 blah. It was all beautifully done. And um, and I suppose I was, I thought, you know, well, well, why not? It's just not about me. It, I, I it like to be there. Yeah, it is difficult. Um, you know, Jessica, wasn't it? Um, that that wrote in. I mean, I think it is difficult because every family dynamic is different. So. Um, it sounds like that, that the way that that was put to you, you know, was meaning to be respectful and, and polite about it, but obviously um, gave you the chance to consider it wasn't a, you mustn't come, you know, but there are other family dynamics, you know, mm. um, that, that may not be so, you know, if people are, uh, are, are completely rejecting you know me or who who I am in my family, then I might find it more difficult to to have some grace in, if that question was put to me. Um, yeah. You know, I think I, the fact is, I'm recent. I'm, I'm well. I'm saying recently, it's well over a year now, um, but not obviously not as long as you. But of course, there's still quite a lot of people who don't know. And um, yeah. because actually, I haven't put an announcement in the papers and jumped up and down, down about it. So actually, what their point was is, was two or three, you know, the the key family knows, but actually. It's everybody else, the, the carers of the person who died and the the friends and people from the RF who've been coming and all that sort of stuff. And it's that thing about, you know, and and I'm sure there are people who say to me, you should have just done it because because why wouldn't you? But and it's, it's interesting that I suppose when I saw the question come, come in, it just made me think and it made me resonate about my own decision. Yeah. And um, it's, it's, it's a challenging it is, it is really interesting, those sort of, made me think maybe it's for for a future podcast but those when you're having those sort of reunion events or seeing people that mm -hmm. you might not have seen for some time and you know I'm, I'm i'm thinking back to when i i met up with 
old friends who I hadn't seen for years or trying to make contact with them after transitioned and how nervous I am about that and some of the pitfalls of that and whether, you know, you get accepted by people you knew years ago to suddenly say, look, here I am. Yeah. Um, I think that's really interesting. So I, you know, I don't think there's any right or wrong answer on these things. I mean, I would absolutely support if you would or if somebody says, well, no, I'm going to be who I am. You know, that's that to me is the right thing to do, but also respect the idea that you might say, well, okay, on this occasion, um, you know, I will put a costume or on and pretend to be somebody I'm not, you know. Yeah, or not go. But you know, I think I think you know I think that's you're the right decision. Yeah. Right decision for you, Jill. And I think I would, you know, I, but I can see the difficulty. I can see people I can see other people saying, Well, no, who's got the nobody's got the right to tell us how we yeah. present really in, 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 in many ways, as long as you you know, as long as you wear appropriate um you know, uh, yeah. outfits for the day, you know, it's not it's not well, that it was, you, a, it was a Geordie wedding, them. so clearly it would have been t-shirts and shell shirts. I'm sure you would have <laughs> said that. But, but it, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I was chatting to someone who said they'd had the same situation over Christmas. They'd had to rock up to a family gathering yeah. and they'd be asked to either tone it down, which is what you said, but actually, could you could you not come as yourself? And um, what do you mean come as myself? As come as who you who you used to be, not the way you are now. Yeah. And it's because it's a family gathering, it's Christmas, and we and we all want to, we want, it's that thing about families, isn't it? Sometimes we want to recapture the sort of, the nostalgia of youth. I mean, at the time it wasn't great either, but, you know, we have this lovely sense of nostalgia. And I think sometimes when you're doing Thanksgiving or Christmas or someone else's birthday or something, especially, I think, especially in the early days, and, and maybe when there's there's a surprise or something different, yes. I, think, I think that's when, it, I, I mean, in your situation, no one would think twice about future well, being it, it, for it, such it, a long time. It's impossible. It's impossible for me to do that. Mm. It's impossible for me to be that person from 20 years ago. Well, I am I still buy some clothes. 20 years. <laughs> I, well, that's I, I, I you know, I don't own a concept that, but it's just, it would, so, you know, but, you know, so it would, but I'm just trying to think whether I've actually sort of faced that, that, that dilemma and I, I i guess i was lucky because i did do a big bang so I, I was from that moment on you know that's who i was every every single day i didn't i don't think there's been a day gone from that monday morning um that i haven't you know presented as me i may dress down a bit but that's still me you know we all do that at times i guess but yeah, these are these are all the dilemmas that we have. Well, there are so many of them. Social, this is the whole thing about gender. Gender is about society and your relationship to it, yeah. and all these so social occasions, which I always find difficult to navigate at the best of times. You know, yeah. is just um, is just the 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 anxiety is doubled when when you're transit is in my brain anyway, and I still get anxious about about those things. Um, you know. If, if I went to meeting meeting new people, I might even you know, if I went to a, a family do, I might meet relatives that I haven't met yet because I haven't met them all yet since they all know, I think, but I haven't had a chance to meet them, so I'd be anxious, I guess. Yeah, it's, but it's uh, a really it, interesting question, and it's just one of those many things that people don't think that we have to navigate, you know. I think one of the other things that went through in my head as well was it depends on which part of the country you're in. Because yes. especially in the States, this must be even more um, 
this must be even more um what's the word um precarious um, almost yeah yeah because actually i mean you know state by state at the moment things are transverse are breaking down left right and center but but again i think in some parts of the country this would be less less of an issue but i'm you know i'm, I'm looking and thinking of uh one of my cousins who's 15 16 years older than me who would very much be against this sort of thing and i just think why i just don't i don't know if i want to have the argument i don't know in well, no, that's true. Uh, we've got, I've got an uncle, an auntie, who bizarrely address envelopes to Jenny Harvey, but use the male moniker on it, on the envelope, yeah. which yeah. is just weird. So they seem to accept that and misgender me. I was on, I remember on Christmas Day, um, and they were on the phone to my dad and, um, on speakerphone and, um, misgendered me. And, uh, my dad nicely corrected him, but then, when said, do you want to chat to Jen? And this is one call. Well, clearly the answer was no. So I've sort of slightly given up with them, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like saying, if you can't get a card right, don't send a card. It's just really weird, really. Maybe they're just confused. Maybe they're just confused. But, uh, you know, I've met them. I met them at my brother's wedding. They've seen me. They've met me. You know, they know where I am. It's just... Mm. Families are families are complicated, and 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 uh, uh, you know, and it's difficult. Jessica, every family I think is Jessica wrote in, and every family is different. And I think, I think you have to find is, what's right. You know, sorry, yeah. the flashpoints as well. This is one of the this is one of yeah. the things I think is a problem. And I think one of the things which was, I think we have to think from our side is that we have to care, be careful not to make it a flashpoint. So. You know, if someone comes to you with a, a considered request, you know, you, yes, you can get totally bent out of shape and such like. And um, but also you can sit down and have a conversation and work out why. But there will be occasions where people come to you and say, I don't want really to do this, don't want really to do that. And you think to yourself, well, do you know what? I can either go and be myself or I'm not going to go because they are two choices because the other choice is not tenable yeah. for you. But re and remember that these each of these family flashpoints is an opportunity to go and just be yourself. And then the more you are yourself and people get used to you, often that could be the change. I, I noticed this particularly with new people. So I was doing yes. some work yesterday with a group of people I've never met. And of course, when you first meet you, it's, it's clear I'm a trans transfer because, you know, I, I had no weird past. And so it's so I'm proudly a trans woman and not no way in my life can I be a cis woman because I'm just not. And, and what's fascinating is within a short period of time, that's gone because actually you start to talk or you start to chat or you start to interact with people. And it's it's amazing how quickly that all disappears. I mean, if you've got some of the prejudice and such like, that's going to be a challenge and a sit and mutter in the corner. But if you go to a group of people and you start chatting and you're witty and you're friendly and you're, and you're yeah. not going there to be adversarial about it, you know, sort of pointedly, I am here, I'm a trans person, I'm proud of it, blah, 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 let me have it, let, and be, and of course, some of our community do spoil for fights from time to time, and in, in the sense that all communities do, and why shouldn't we, because okay. we're on the back yeah. foot most of the time, but I think sometimes going there, setting all those dials to zero when you arrive, what I've sort of noticed is that it's a deal, not necessarily a big deal, but it's a deal for the first period of time, maybe five minutes, and after that, it just becomes sort uh, of yeah, an event. I don't, I don't notice it myself, you know. Yeah. Not that I've done any, but when I've, I don't notice anybody noticing. I just am, you know. And um, yeah. and maybe I've just become a bit um, 
Um, you know, I'm just I just don't notice it anymore. That people are maybe when they first meet me go, oh right, okay, but they, I don't notice it anymore, and it's become it becomes you're absolutely right. Yeah, just become as long as I'm if I'm doing a presentation or doing you know or speaking to new people, or, which I often do, or meeting new members, never occurs to me really that uh, that they may think, oh right, that person's trans. There's only one person that was honest enough to tell me that they felt un- uncomfortable when they first met me. I was very appreciative actually he told me i was having a really good conversation with somebody i work with and in, in uh you know it's uh, sort of not closely but um a regional part of the union and 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 he said to me he said he felt uncomfortable at first just because the dissonance between how i looked and how i sounded and, and so forth hmm. but you know not that it was ever a problem but he was honest enough to admit that that was his first i think i think people worry about their reaction Yes. Whether they're going to, I remember my best friend when I first said to you, said to my best friend, the first person I told, I said, I'm telling you this, I'm trans. And it was a real shock. I said, said, Is it okay if I come over and see you? And she said, Yes. And I remember her telling me later that she was really scared that when she'd opened the door, I'd look shocking. I would just. And she'd be uncomfortable either, and it was it wasn't very quickly, and we became even even closer friends, yeah. you know. After I transitioned, you know, so um, there is that. I think people just worry about their reaction, but um, well, yeah, family occasions are, 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 you know, sorry. I think you said something really significant there. Yeah, and um, I was going to say actually at the end of there, but I decided not to because I'm because I because <laughs> I'm learning. Um, the thing about family flashpoints is the flashpoints because they are family and you can't escape yeah. them, you can't away from them, you don't choose your family. Whereas your friends, no. you know, that's someone in a sense yes. it's more important that your friend accepts you because actually these are people you've chosen for yourself. They know you yes. often a lot better than your family do. And so families become sort of symbolic, you know, family. I mean, I meet my family when there's a birth, death, christening or wedding. Yes. You know, they're, they're the four times, really. And and so actually, yeah. when you think about your family thing, it's, well, why not just put up with something? But actually, what matters is how you get on with your friends. So I'd say, Jessica, um, go, either be yourself, don't go, or go in a different sort of way. What The thing not to do is to sort of go half and half or, you know, sort of, yeah, I sort of thought to myself, shall I just take my wig off and wear sort of androgynous clothing? I thought, you know what? No, I'll just go like I used to be and just be my former self. And then and then I can separate the two things rather than trying to be something you're not, which is a half and half sort of thing. So I think the thing to focus on is your friends. And actually, family flashpoints are going to happen because family flashpoints happen irrespective of our agenda, because that's almost the nature of family flashpoints, isn't it? I mean, how many flash family family families don't get on irrespective that's of true. trans stuff? That's true, and and you're right, and that 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 that's so very true. It, but it but you know it is it is just one of those things we can't you know I, you want to be part of your your family in these events and. Uh, I just remember, I think it was the awkwardness. I remember my brother's wedding, and I love my brother dearly. But my dad, who I I guess, I mean, he's so much better now. He could never, at that time, he couldn't refer to me as as 
daughter. So he, but he would introduce me as firstborn, which was such a weird thing. You know, <laughs> it's biblical. He'd say, "This is my firstborn, Jenny," and it just sounded odd. Who speaks like that? Because he couldn't bring himself to say daughter, and he didn't want to hmm. misgender. He, he and he insisted on and and he, but he insisted on telling everybody that I was trans, which I didn't quite. I don't think he meant it in a bad way, but it was just like you don't need to tell people. People sort of know they're sitting by me, but it was just um, his way of coping. I think it was. Uh, there was um there was a great Harry Enfield sketch way back with with uh, I think um there was the parents with uh with gay with a gay son and just being really awkward about it and trying not to slip up and that was sort of my dad trying to say the right thing but not able to be and just and that's that's the awkwardness of family events that that mm. I remember in a sense not the big flashpoints but good luck to to Jessica or anybody that's navigating those. Those social events and uh, family events. Um, there's no, I don't think there's a right and wrong way, but you know, I think your advice is very right, right, Jill. You know, if you be be happy with who you are, and if you're having to put on a bit of an act by being some somebody you don't feel is truly authentic, well, it won't last for very long. No, good. Well, look, I think next time um, uh, uh, this this episode has been requested so many times it's i think it's time for star trek oh yes well we've been threatening it well we've been we've been i've been collecting people who've been asking for it and so far i'm up to none <laughs> so far so i think given that huge level of demand i definitely think we should do it's, it it's 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 that it's that great podcast that, that nobody knows they want but when they hear it they will a clamor of indifference <laughs> yeah well and on that note have a lovely week survive the weather and i shall speak soon and live long and prosper jill see you next week there are bye thanks for listening to this episode of transvox it's been a joy to have you with us um if you want to um make contact with us you can contact us at jillian at transvox.co.uk and if you'd like to support the work we do please go to patreon and go to page transvox and all of our money goes to our nominated charity and jen you've chosen the charity for the next number of episodes which one have you chosen our charity is called beyond reflections which is a charity that provides support and counselling to trans people, non-binary people and their friends and their families across the UK. An amazing charity doing some amazing work, really important. So please, if you can give. Great. And if you want to go and have a look at Beyond Reflections, it's beyond-reflections.org.uk. And, uh, but as I say, if you'd like to make a contribution to what we're doing, because we love to help the people who help us. Uh, again, if you've got ideas for um, the show, things you'd like to ask us, questions, comments, applause, or um, brickbats, feel free to send it all Absolutely. in to Gillian at transvox.co.uk. Until the next time, goodbye. Bye-bye.